Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of World Tech Forum. I'm Gavin. He's Jay. And we're going to be breaking down some of the tech stories that we think are you know worth listening to and give you some of our hot takes on it. Uh, if you're here for the first time, don't forget to check us out at our website, worldtechforum.xyz. You can find out more about us and that's going to do it. Let's jump right in. What's the rundown? First one is something straight out of Star Trek. NASA is beaming holographic doctors into the International Space Station. Uh, and so the, the idea is, yeah, right. It's the, the idea is uh, doctors can still provide services to the astronauts, even though they're on they're on Earth and the astronauts are rotating at hundreds of miles per hour around around the Earth in in its orbit. And the way mm-hmm. that they do it is through these um, holographic setups. They're using Microsoft's HoloLens setup. Um, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, and there, there was like some controversy around the whole HoloLens thing. Like, like a bunch of the members from the team left and Microsoft had decided that they were going to team up with Samsung to do it instead of building it by themselves. But either okay. way, it seems like the equipment found its way into the International Space Station. And that's what right. they're using. If if I if I remember correctly, um, they paired that up with, uh, I uh, forget what it's called, but it was their Xbox's um, the Connect, no. Connect device, right? Was, yeah. Right. So they 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 paired up Connect devices, and they found a, a third a, a, a secondhand market for them uh, with uh, hospital gear. So they could because of the type of. Um, sensors in that in that particular device they were able to integrate that pretty well with um uh, meeting platforms so that doctors could actually you know get certain specific data from that patient while they're you know in a conference call or whatever i do remember seeing something like that like four or five years maybe even longer than that so i think maybe this is just the the end result this might be the end result of that integration with hololens that they can actually that's pretty cool and they're, they're saying next step. So right now it's it's almost just sort of one way where the doctors beam themselves up and then they can have conversations that way. They want to do it two way where the astronauts can beam themselves down and that way the doctors can actually see them and maybe even examine them in, in real time. Wow. That, that's a, that's a, that's a moment in history right there. That's, we're talking about beaming, beaming presences here and there. Like that's, that's, Remind me of that G.I. Joe movie with the like the Cisco tele uh telepresence crap. That that mm-hmm. wow, that's where we are right now. Okay. That's where we are. Shout We're out to shout out to it. Microsoft and HoloLens. That's 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 cool. I hadn't heard anything about that that technology in a long time. Yeah. And I was surprised that, you know, Oculus is out here doing everything that they're doing and, and how far Microsoft got with HoloLens technology and then they haven't really done anything else. The AR, the whole AR stuff has gone pretty quiet. So all right, cool. I guess we know what they've been up to. Well, let, let's stick with with Microsoft because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Microsoft uh-huh. wanted to add, put some ads in File Explorer, and mm-hmm. you were saying that the, it'll be pretty difficult for them to add the ads into Xbox. Well, turns oh, out that it's not because they're putting ads not. in Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, all, and to be to be completely fair, they're putting ads on PS Five as well. Um, this I think is a good thing and a bad thing. Um, if, if I remember cor- um, correctly, um, they're trying to do ads in free to play games on their platforms. So 
the idea is that you know you insert the ability to put in ads into into these games and it's another potential revenue stream for both um developer and publisher the interesting thing though is that from the last article i read um actually no that was from linus tech tips their tech news show um xbox microsoft was actually considering a model where they wouldn't take their traditional publisher um percentage off top so i'm as a as somebody who who knows quite a few developers like yeah that that would be freaking awesome we get we should actually end up getting a lot more development and variety of games if that's something that's going to happen but i don't think that it's going to make it to market like that i think everybody on that microsoft board is going to be like no brand new revenue stream and we don't get zero like nah yeah Yeah, some some something's got to happen here it might not be 30 percent um they they might do a 25 and then charge a a a membership fee of five like what um facebook was trying to do but but, um yeah or at least it'll start out free just so that you can get people in the door and then over time you you add no i can it, it makes sense though it makes sense i remember playing fifa and being like yo i wonder if the ads that are in here are like live ads like you get a download package every every month or every week you know with new um um, ad models that are updated in game which would and that's kind of cool way to do it i think it's an intrusive it's something that already exists and gamers wouldn't necessarily mind because it's not taking up any new real estate yeah and it seems like that's what they're intending to do at least on the sony side that's what they're intending to do it's it's going to be seamlessly integrated into the gameplay Mm -hmm. so you come across the ad in the same way that you'd come across any other piece of gameplay Here's the 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 kicker on this. This is, this, I mean, and gamers and we're a thickle bunch, but it this also means that someone's going to be mining that ad data too. So I mean, they may not take their thirty percent off top, but they may be selling that ad data for way more, that traffic data, that interaction data for way more. So let's yeah. see what happens there and microsoft has been deep got getting deeper and deeper into ads uh bing uh the microsoft bing's the the search platform the internet search platform they if, if you want to call it that yeah they so they, they have an ad platform as well and um i forget specifically what it's called but it's different from google in that it actually integrates all of the other major ad pl- platforms so you can go mm. to the Microsoft platform and get ads on Bing, on Google, on Amazon, on Facebook, it just in, in one location. So they've one been, stop shop. Yeah, one stop shop. They've been going deeper into ads. So it makes sense for them to take they it this route. They'll have to. That's the only way you can survive. And and you, and, and we're we're gonna see it. It's it's gonna be a, a big um shift, but we're gonna see it from from one of the the other bigger name, the other big name in in the tech community, Apple's going to be uh, uh, an ad placer more than an ad buyer in the next couple of years. It's going to happen. If you're pivoting to a service uh, model in terms of, you know, Apple and, and not being necessarily just a consumer uh, appliance developer, um, what's the biggest service out there, like serving ads, especially in a, a Web3 world? Could you imagine that that if they did that in time to launch their their AR, 
completely new environment that they have utter and complete control over yet again that they can segment out and that people can't avoid because as long as you're in that Apple ecosystem, you're going to want to be on that AI platform. So here we go again. Doesn't it just upset you how everybody is stealing the Facebook business model? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. Because I think, honestly, Facebook, kudos to them for being, you know, uh, first to the key. But they've made some pretty big missteps and fumbles and bumbles along the way. Um, Just because I think the type of company they are and the the type of um, um, environment that they foster, like, we'll do whatever we want. We'll, if if we've made a mistake, we'll come back and fix it later kind of thing, rather than a well thought out, well oiled machine like what Apple is, which is, you know, based, I mean, going back to a story that we covered a couple of weeks ago, why Apple's kind of failing, failing at being a, uh, a content provider. In, in Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. So we'll we'll see how it all works out. And I think I think that's coming though. You heard well, it here first. L- let's stay on, on that uh, that that trend and that's actually a pretty good segue. Let's talk about Netflix. Uh so you mm-hmm. sent you sent me this story. Netflix yep. lost two hundred thousand sub- subscribers. And I think the uh the expectation was that they were gonna go up by several million and they went completely yeah. in the other completely direction. In the opposite direction. Okay. So my analysis of this whole thing is it's way more than 200 million, 200 subscribers. I think we're bordering on three to five million subscribers because for every one of those subscribers, there are at least two to three people using that account <laughs> and, and ingesting that content. So it, it potentially is really way worse than before. Now, if you look at the market trend, this kind of had to happen. Well, maybe not in, in as drastic as this, but they had to level off at some point. Um, Netflix is a very delicate balance of pushing out and marketing big name, big property content, and then balancing that off with bringing in users uh, to view that content. And then, you know, selling off whatever data if they sell off, if they do sell off any. Um I remember uh, four or five years ago, people were worried about Netflix because they were like, what, 20 billion in debt or some some ridiculous number like that. But for everything they were spending, you know, developing these series on, um, it's a long game. The, uh, the stuff that's developed by Netflix doesn't necessarily have to live on Netflix forever. And they're going to be selling that stuff, at least the content that they own, for millions and millions and millions of years to come. Saved by the Bell is still on the air, folks. Let's, let's understand people are getting checks for those still. So... Yeah, it had to happen. It's interesting that it's happening now. It doesn't mean that the we finally hit um, saturation in terms of the streaming market. Yeah, I think so. Um, it doesn't mean that Netflix now has to. Well, we, we the the counter to that is now Netflix is trying to develop a uh, cheaper package where they now introduce ads. Which again, most analysts would tell you this had to happen at some point. But will that save them? Will that be the 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 thing that turns it around isn't that isn't what people want more from a streaming company's less ads. Well, Netflix doesn't have any ads, so maybe they, mm-hmm. they have some room to go in that way. But I like what you said about us sort of plateauing in this, this streaming industry. Uh, the other big streaming news that came out recently was CNN Plus only had 10,000 subscribers and they've put That's over ridiculous. $300 million into it. I heard that. And it, it it threw me for a loop because I, I was I, it was I wasn't even looking for it. 
I, w- I follow Jamil Hill and um, Kerry Champion on Twitter. And I saw someone, it, it, you know, mention something like, I'm like, wait a, wait a second. I'm like, I'm looking forward to this show. Like, it's gone? And then I realized, no, it's not the show. It's the network. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. How do you? And then I heard that same figure, 300 million. And I'm like, wow, heads are going to roll. Heads are going to roll. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Netflix and Fox, you know, the, these ma- major news organizations, not Netflix, I'm sorry, CNN and Fox, these ma- major mm-hmm. news organizations, they've made a name for themselves of sort of peddling this information that, you know, sort of like pulls at our heartstrings and isn't always positive. A lot of times there's a lot of negativity. Con- and, confirmation bias, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I, it's not clear to me why someone would want to pay for that information knowing what it is well that was the pitch the pitch was you we've reserved our um not so mainstream news content for this kind of stuff so it's not it's not it's not jake tapper the lead it's jake tapper's book club (laughs) you know which was an actual show that was supposed to be on cnn plus um, and more travel oriented stuff and that kind of thing, lifestyle stuff. So it, it's, it's, and he, I think one of the bigger mistakes they they made in terms of tooling their stuff was not getting established content, established pieces of IP to help bolster their, their new content. Cause from what I was seeing is just, there was a crap ton of new content that they were pushing out with these uh, mainstream CNN um, um, anchors and um, contributors and that kind of thing, which is good, and I, I can see where you you can see well, okay, the, the spinoff from their from their their usual primetime shows and that kind of thing would be kind of cool, but at the same time, that's not the expectation. The expectation, and I, I guess people sh- they show people showed it is that when I when I tune in for this stuff, I tune in for this stuff. I don't need, you know. Jake, T- I'm using Jake Tapper because he's the only name I remember right now. <laughs> but I don't need Jake Tapper telling me about what he's reading and that kind of stuff. Let let the news be news. The news really isn't news these days. But let the news be news. And like you said, like if if I'm if I'm going to get that type of content from that person that I'm not that have no expectation for that from, I'm not really willing to pay for it. What's interesting here though is even at that low operation rate it had to be pretty bleak with everything they had in the pipeline that someone decided it wasn't even worth saving. That's the part that, that hits me over the head. Like you've got, you've had to have a release schedule for at least the first year of worth of content. And you pull the whole plug on the network. That's, that's, that's a huge U-turn. And I mean, some the heads are going to roll that I got to say it again. And CNN started out being the innovator. Right. They, right. they like in, in the 90s and early 2000s, they were doing stuff that no one else was doing. And to now mm-hmm. see them sort of in this position, um, you know, it, it just sort of lets you know, like, we're, we're in a completely different time now and sort of the old ideas don't work anymore. But mm-hmm. and speaking of old ideas, so Netflix, even though they lost 200,000 subscribers, they did come up with a new idea that they've implemented the two thumbs up. Um, and so. Yeah, so like if you're familiar with the Netflix voting voting system, so you can do right. a thumbs mm-hmm. up or a thumbs down. They've mm-hmm. now implemented a two thumbs up, 
which it basically means I love this particular piece of content. I'm okay. a fan of okay. it. Show me as much of it as as you as, as you possible. possible. Yeah. Okay. So 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 we're collecting data on the most the the most extreme. Because there two is there two thumbs down? I didn't hear anything about a two thumbs down. It's still just one. Mm, okay. So we're 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 stratifying content more to 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 get even more hyper accurate or provide consumers with even more of the type of con- content that they think, which is which is weird from a con- like being a, a a broadcast guy and and understanding what it takes to put a a, a show and stuff together. It's weird that you, you let analytics rule the way it does. Um, but I guess if if that's the way they have to justify, you know, who gets the the hundred and twenty million dollar budget versus who gets the the five million dollar budget, do what you got to do because you've got investors to satisfy. So let's see what Netflix can do. And and I think this is a, a warning shot as well to to Hulu and Disney Plus. Although Disney has so much IP, so much recognized IP that they they I don't think they have to worry about this for a long time. We'll, we'll we'll see we'll see because CNN had a bunch of recognized IP as well, and then they gave us no, they didn't. They had a bunch of rec- they had a bunch of recognized figures. They had a bunch of recognized figures. The the the, the content that those figures were going to be talking about was risky at best in terms of of having audiences open up to it. But um, Disney has established IP like anybody can play those characters. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus you know if. CNN was selling you those the personalities you already know. That's true. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and maybe that's why we see you know the a lot of people, a lot of companies moving towards these NFT based characters because it represents IP rather than personality. Right. So speaking right. of that, let's hop into the NFT version, NFT section of the mm-hmm. show. Uh, so this one, tell me if you like this. So Board Ape Yacht Club. They have partnered up with Coinbase to launch a movie mm. trilogy, and okay. they, when when they made the announcement, it was also a casting call at the same time. And the casting call works very differently than a regular casting call because they went out and asked all of the current board ape holders to submit their board apes to become possibly become part of the cast. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It, did they save it? So it, I assume this movie is going to be animated then? Yep. So it's, an animated, it's a, a trilogy. Okay. That, so it's uh, an animated trilogy. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of cool. I, 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 I will admit that's kind of cool. And that's what I've been kind of saying when it comes to NFTs. It's not just enough to, to mint and distribute NF, NFTs or let people buy in. You've got to find a way as the provider to add whatever, um, see what I'm looking for. Value. Value, thank you. Mm-hmm. To add value to, to that purchase. So you buy into the brand, you buy into Board at Yacht Club. It's like, all right, cool, it's fun, it's trendy. It's like having a Supreme product, that's great. But what makes having a Supreme product a uh, cool investment is that they're gonna come up with more interesting things and stuff like that, that you know lifts the brand. This is actually a pretty cool way, I think, and I haven't heard of anybody doing anything else like it. So, well, except for iHeartRadio and what they're trying to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely behind this. This, this is, this is a pretty cool move. Right, I, and I'm, I'm trying to remember which record label it is. 
that basically started an NFT band as well. I can't remember at the moment, but yeah, so someone started a, an, an NFT music an band. NFT band, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let, let, let's move into this one. So Hyundai, the car mm-hmm. company, how do you say it? Is it Hyundai or Hyundai? It depends on which part of the world you're from. All right, so they are the first automator, automaker to release an NFT. And really, I thought I thought Ferrari did that already. Oh, did they? Well, Hyundai is saying they're the first. <laughs> okay. So, Do the Googles, folks. Let us know. In the, let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah. So it's all based on something that they released earlier this year for CES uh, around the Meta Mobility Universe. So they've launched an NFT, and apparently there's going to be a short film that's going to be released as well. And the whole thing is all around like fandom for this um meta mobility universe that, that they're going to be starting up and i i can't tell how it's actually connected with cars other than <laughs> other than they appear to be cars in the screenshots wow okay so they're really they're they release the the nfts are called meta kongs that's that's going to be kind of interesting so meta kong is the band that they partnered up with. So th- th- this is oh, actually oh, okay, another, okay. Yeah, this is the okay, company okay. that they partnered with. So you see those Kongs, those the ape figures. Right, right, right. Those Kong graphics. Yeah. The, those are yeah, the, the band members. Good luck. I, I don't see the appeal here. Yeah. So they're actually only the selling and... 30 of these NFTs. And I think okay. they go on sale this month. And it's all basically made to commemorate um, the film. But mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like there's any like long-term roadmap. I feel like they're just sort of cashing in on on the trend. Yeah, and 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 I've I've kind of got to be a little bit worried about anything that has the word meta attached to it. So like, and I've, I'm I'm hoping someone cleared this or has you know some sort of good legal advice on putting meta in front of this. But um, I, I see this is what I I mean about adding value. I don't think there's anything else you can do, do with what, you know, uh, Hyundai and this type of NFT that you're doing. It, it, it's a good way, like you said, to, to, to generate buzz about, you know, your brand or whatever. But again, to people that invest in this NFT and it is, and it is, it is an investment. Um, what's going to happen to like, okay. So if you told Henry Ford, you know, sell an NFT with every mo- the first ten Model Ts that you made. That'd be insane because at this point, you know, to have a genuine Model T that's on the road and the NFT tied to it, because of how far the company's come, it wow, it's gonna that's a collector's item. Something like this, I can't see how it would be legit considered in 10, 15 years, twenty years, a legit collector's item. Um, to me, it's just it's like it's no different than you know, those Ferrari jackets and, and caps that everybody wears because you can buy them any and everywhere now. Um, instead, okay, limited run, but you say limited run, I say you can't figure out how to sell more. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's really just so it's, based on speculation rather than Exactly. And, and 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 again, why would I why would I I mean not taking anyway from anything from Hyundai, they're they're a hell of a car company. But um I don't necessarily trust the brand to add value to these NFTs at all. Now, if it was tied to like a, a a concept car, so 
if you bought this NFT line, you know, of these pictures of or, you know, this particular concept car in, you know, 10, 15 years when that concept actually trickles down into other things that come to market, you can actually maybe, you know, get a, time, a chance to drive it. Or let's say it's like uh, using Ford again. Um, the concept for the current Ford GT, if that came with an NFT with your Heritage Edition package, it means that you were able now to get, because you bought the NFT as well, let's say they brought out a, you know, stripped down super track version of it. Because you bought the NFT, you can be a part of that program. You get VIP seating at events. You get to drive the car. You get to dial out. You get all kinds of pictures. You know, the the driver has to kiss your ass every now and again. (laughs) So, yeah, I can see that being kind of cool. But but this, it's kind of half-assed to me. It's a gimmick. Yeah. It's a gimmick for sure. But, okay, so last NFT story, last story, mm-hmm. you, you sent this one. So there's a guy on YouTube who recently went viral for saying NFTs are a poverty trap. And, you know, yeah. like I, I read some of the, the quotes from, mm-hmm. from from his episode. I didn't see the whole sound, episode. Sound, sound familiar, though, didn't it? Who is this sound from? <laughs> sound familiar. Doesn't, doesn't it sound like half the stuff I've been saying? Yeah, yeah, it does sound like stuff you've been saying. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the whole episode because it's like three hours long, but yeah, it, it's ridiculously long. But you, you know, I, I actually I I sort of agree. Like, yeah, it's definitely a wow. positive trap. You, you know the the saying, "A fool and his money uh, soon departed." Oh hell yeah! Yeah, it, it's like that because a lot of what people are doing in NFTs right now is just like f- buying and flipping and swapping, and it's all just based on speculation. What do I think mm-hmm. is going to go up? Um, mm-hmm. If you are paying attention to the NFT space this week, uh, Moonbirds, which is a new NFT collection, they took off and just just a meet, meteoric rise. They mm-hmm. they sold out, I think, within 24 hours, and they made 280 million dollars in sales. Jesus, yeah, wow. And I wow. think they that was just from seven thousand buyers so they didn't get a ton of people in there just a few people nfts are the nft market is literally turning hype into dollars hype into dollars there is no inherent value in a lot of the things that these people are selling and that that's that's the piece i would push back on that there's when when something like that happens there is some mm -hmm. value because there okay what what we're doing right now is switching away from traditional economics and towards okay. tokenomics. And I said that the okay. difference is um, with traditional ec- economics, a lot of our value is based on the value of government um, currencies. But now okay. you can create value just based ba- on your based company on, alone and be on hype. Yeah. Well, yeah. The the love that people have for your organization. Then explain to me why Jack Dorsey's tweet is now valued the way it's valued. Because nobody likes Jack Dorsey. Okay. All right. Cool. And and it's it and my and that's my whole point. The the, the we're 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 and it's it's uh, I sound like a stuck record, but it's a part of the same concept exists in and and I'm sure that's why you know it works so well exists in high high concept art. The art is worth 
how much ever the buyer is willing to pay for it. And you know, that establishes it. However, there are things that are supposed to add value to certain art pieces over time, whether it's the, the prominence of the, 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 the painter or the sculptor or whoever, um, their life story, what, when that came, the type of techniques they use, that kind of stuff. I always tell my, <laughs> my art friends, you exist in an industry where bullshitting is literally the name of the game. You can put a dot on a piece of paper and as long as you have, you know, a believable uh, write-up behind it and somewhat you can force or entice people to believe in what you want, believe in what it is, then there's value there. That's the exact same thing happening here. Well, I, I, I would say that that that's true, what you're saying, but it's also mm-hmm. true for everything else that has value, that all of the value that we attribute to anything is just based on right. the narrative that, right. that, that but we there, give there, it. There, there, is, there, there are already, because it's been that system's been around for that long, there's so many layers built on top of it that, okay, you can, we've already set that st- those standards. My point here is that it's so much of a wild, wild west that the it's not tied to anything. There's no real uh, tangible, it's all subjective and it's all openly subjective. It's not even subjective within the measure of, of what we've come to accept as a society. We're literally. Yeah, no, you're right. And all that, all that's happening, I think is that we are changing what we've come to accept as a society. So like, for instance, like why is the U S dollar worth more than Mm -hmm. a Mexican peso or dollar or yeah whatever they use it's just sort of what we think we think that stuff from the u.s is more valuable than stuff from from mexico meanwhile meanwhile is actually made in mexico yeah exactly but and and so like we we've come to this place now where um people don't necessarily have to rely on the old established ways of determining value so it's no longer based on um the stuff that we but, would have thought before but you can you've got to admit at least you've got to at least you've got to admit at least that that creation of new value is can be all over the place and again it's all based on 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 you know finding the trend and beating the speculation so my point here is is yeah i, I get it it's it's cool but for me i'm i i, I at some point we've got to live in the real world I know you completely reject that, but at some point we've got to live in the real world. And for now, at least when we're, we're still trying to straddle, you know, both ends of the spectrum, uh, it's, it's, I won't, I'm not going to say it's not worth doing. I'm just going to say for the average person, be careful. Cause it's, it, it could, I mean, I mean, and that's with the stock market and in the traditional world as well, but even more so on the, the digital NFT side, it's so easy. You know what I mean? That's that. I think that's the, the part that gets to me, it's, it's so easy to say, Hey, I'm going to mint an NFT line and, you know, I'm going to put some marketing behind it. I'm going to get some people to say, Hey, you know, you need to, to sign on and do this. And you make, you know, hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars to billions of dollars. And it's, it's again, all subjective, all based on hype. You can, that person can do something stupid about in that brand tomorrow. You can find that person's a grandson of Hitler and <laughs> you just bought into um, something that made, you know, that type of money for that type of person. And so I'm just saying, be careful, do your research, understand what you're getting into. And and for me, at least, there there isn't enough regulated value 
in that Web3 space, specifically NFTs. And, and I'm waiting for it to move from, you know, just NFTs. You know what might, and you know what I think I might be more comfortable with? And, and I realize now that it's, it's all a, a subjection of comfort. Um, digital real estate. That I think. Central land? Yeah. Okay. I think, I think that's a little bit more comforting to me. I don't know why. I can't, I can't explain it. Completely subjective. But I feel like. Well, that'll give you an idea what my portfolio looks like. But um, I just, I, it's just way more comfortable for me to deal with something that's even in a, a, a code form a little bit more tangible than an, an, an NFT. But they are, and they still based on NFTs. Yeah, they but are. but it's it's. All right, you got me. I'm full of shit. <laughs> I'm full of shit. I'm just, I'm, I'm just not ready to go. I'm just not ready to go full Web three. Let me say this, and this will be my last point. We, right. we, we sort of said the same thing at the beginning of the internet, where the real world was building companies and having um, physical storefronts mm-hmm. and, and, you know, shopping malls and, and employees in your store and working shifts and all that stuff. And then Amazon came along and booked that whole trend. And mm-hmm. now everything was sort of in a warehouse and we were sending stuff to you. And you can buy stuff online from anywhere in the world. And, you know, there are a lot of people saying that it's a fad, it's a trend, it, you know, it won't last, you know. And and now look at us now, like everybody's online. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. smartphones came about. And mm-hmm. from Blackberry on down, everyone said that, yeah, that 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 th- those things won't last, right? You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of childish. But no, everyone uses apps. Right, we 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 don't even like go to our browsers anymore. Like everything is done in an app, and I'm I'm saying the next step is this whole NFT thing, and that it's tough to understand now because the technology is so young and it's not quite, you know, proven. Um, and there aren't a lot of regulations, and the use cases sometimes are really bad. People get robbed, uh, and rugs get pulled. But give it two or three more years, mid twenty mid twenty twenties, we'll mm-hmm. all be into it. Okay, okay, that's 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 fair. I can accept that. Cool. That's it for my. That side. said, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to do it for today's show. Um, once again, uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Gavin. He's Jay. You've been listening to World Tech Forum. Uh, feel free to come on back next week and we'll drop a new episode uh, and you'll see what we got on the docket to discuss. Uh, if you liked what you heard, uh, don't be afraid to send us uh, a shout out at, uh, on TikTok at, at World Tech Forum. Also, check us out. Check us out. Check the sorry link in the description to join our Discord. Got a couple of channels set up. You can tell us what you like, what you dislike about the, the episode, what topics you think we should be discussing, and a couple other things. Um, rate our episodes. Let us know what you like, what you dislike, and we will get right back to you. And the more you interact with us, you might even find yourself on the show. But once again, thank you for listening, and we're out. Peace.